today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The draft lottery day is finally upon us. Where could the Ducks land? And they pick up a new assistant GM. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, it is. Friday, June 26th. The day is finally here. Could the Ducks get number one, number two, or number three? Who knows? We'll find out later today. Welcome everyone to Locked On Anaheim Ducks presented by Built Bar. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez and we've got a little bit to talk about. But first, I want to remind you that you can hear this show via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your daily podcasts. And also, Twitter time. Check us out at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. So before we get into the whole show today, I want to apologize. Yesterday was kind of ending on a downward note. I do have some good news, and I will be willing to share those with everyone. I want to be as transparent as possible and peel back the curtain when necessary. I talked about my cousin yesterday. She's doing a little bit better. She's on the mend, still in the hospital, still recovering from COVID-19. Yes, COVID-19 is still prevalent out there. So just got to remind you guys, just just be careful, please. You know, make sure you wear your masks. You never know who might catch it. And, you know, if you see a frontline worker, if you see, if you know anyone that works in a hospital, be sure to thank them. Just please be sure to thank those hospital workers that are working tireless hours. So, yeah, that's what I got to say about that. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Yeah, the Ducks got a new assistant general manager just a couple days ago. They hired, well, they hired from within. Martin Madden is the new Ducks assistant general manager. He spent the last 12 years with the Ducks. Uh, he's most recently the club's director of amateur scouting. So he's been really good with finding players that are kind of in the rough and bringing them to the Ducks organization. He's seen some success with the Ducks and also with the San Diego Goals. He's been very imperative in finding all of that new talent that has propelled the San Diego Goals to do very well and really thrive in the system. So that's been the work of Martin Madden. That's a pretty good pickup for the Ducks to have him move up. Uh, His new role, he's going to oversee all of the club's scouting efforts, professional and amateur, and assume an expanded role in a majority of hockey ops directives and initiatives. He's going to continue playing a key role in producing the final prospect list leading up to this year's NHL draft. Uh, He previously served with the Carolina Hurricanes. In fact, he was an amateur scout for Carolina, winning the Stanley Cup with the with the Hurricanes all the way back in 2006. So, Jared, this is for you. Yes, he was great with Carolina. He's been pretty good with Anaheim as well. So I'm glad that the Ducks snatched him from you guys. <laughs> uh, before that, he was a scout for the New York Rangers for several seasons. In fact, seven seasons, I'm sorry. And once he came over to the Ducks... He was very imperative in scouting out for the Ducks. Honestly, he was responsible or partially responsible for bringing some top talent to the Ducks in the early part of this decade. If we can look back all the way to 2010, he was imperative in picking up Cam Fowler in the first round of the draft. Uh, Someone else that he was very high on that the Ducks got with the 30th pick of the NHL draft was NHL All-Star Ricard Raquel. Yeah, Raquel was a number 30 draft pick. He's turned out to be pretty good for the Anaheim Ducks. He was an all-star, I think, just a couple years ago in 2018. Then you have this year's all-star, Hampus Lindholm. He was a number one round pick, or sorry, number six in the first round. 
the following year in 2012. Then you look at other great picks that they've had. Shea Theodore with the 26th pick. Nick Ritchie, number 10 pick. That one's pretty good. They got Jacob Larson with the 27th pick. He's been very vital for the San Diego Gulls. And then look at 2016. They got Max Jones and Sam Steele with the 24th and 30th picks. So really building up that talent pool. You know, Max Jones has been very good with the Gulls. He's been a pretty big part of the Ducks when they needed him. And Sam Steele, I love Sam Steele as center. He's done a terrific job in San Diego. And that's someone that I've always thought highly of. Someone that I've always liked watching play down in the AHL. And even just two years ago, they picked up Isaac Lindstrom with a 23rd pick. And last year, Trevor Zegris with the ninth pick. Zegris is going to be a big-time player in the league. He's already going to come up next year with the Ducks. And I know Anaheim fans are very much looking forward to that. So when you think about bringing Madden up to the assistant GM position, he's going to be very big in scouting and very big in finding out who's going to be that key player. Now, he comes into the catbird seat knowing that the Anaheim Ducks are at worst going to get a number eight pick. So this will be his first draft as assistant GM. Let's see what kind of job he does. Now, I know what Ducks fans are thinking. Is this a catalyst for bigger things to come? Could he possibly replace GM Bob Murray later on down the line? Well, I mean, there is that possibility. If they want to promote from within, he would be a pretty good fit for the future role of general manager. There are plenty of criticisms against Bob Murray, and there's been some questionable decisions, but there's also been some good decisions from Bob Murray. So there's the good, there's the bad. I think Madden would be a pretty good fit as far as that GM role goes. And in fact, he's going to possibly do well in assistant GM. But let's see how he does in the next couple of years. Will Bob Murray stick around after 22-23? I guess we'll find out soon enough. We're going to head into the first intermission very quickly. But before we do that, we got to talk about the great sponsor, Built Bar, baby. Yeah, Built Bar is still back. And in fact, today, Friday is the last day that you can get 50% off of pretty much all of their closing inventory. And you can even use codes now. So check out great flavors like vanilla, chocolate orange cream, double chocolate mousse. All these Built Bars have 110 calories. Rather, the nut-free flavors all have 110 calories, less than 5 grams of sugar. And they're packed with protein, 18 grams as a matter of fact. So not only are they low calorie, but they are healthy for you and they taste fantastic. So if you want Built Bars of your own, today is the last day to pick up your Built Bars at half off. So go to BuiltBar.com and enter promo code Locked On to get $10 off your first order. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Locked On. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land that tastes like a candy bar. Oh yeah, coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about the draft, baby. Yeah, all about the draft lottery, which is later today. Stay locked in.
Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, presented by Built Bar. You're on the Locked On Podcast Network or Tloppin'. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we are there. It is Draft Lottery Day later today. For those of you in the States, you can watch it on NHL Network or NBCSN. If you're in Canada, you can watch this, I'm guessing, on Sportsnet on probably several channels because what else are we going to watch right now? I mean, there's no other sports going on. Soccer just concluded. And by the way, congrats to Liverpool on winning their first in, what was it, 30 years. Wow, so good for Liverpool. See, I watch other sports too. And I think it's also on TVAS. So once again, the draft lottery takes place Friday night. That is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 o'clock our time. So 5 o'clock Pacific. I'm going to assume because it's an hour-long show, they're going to start off introducing the teams, introducing the representatives, talk, talk, talk for about half an hour. I wouldn't expect the pick to come in until about 5.40 or so. So because of that, Locked On is going to have some special programming later tonight. Yes, that's right. Later tonight, we're going to have a live feed featuring some of your favorite Locked On hosts. That's right. Later on tonight on, I'm guessing YouTube at least and maybe a couple other streaming sites, possibly Twitch. We will find that out later today. But we're going to have the live show. Yes, we're going to have a draft lottery live show with some of your favorite Locked On hosts. We're going to have Nolan and Ethan from Locked on Red Wings. They're going to introduce the show. And we're also going to be joined by Hunter Hodes from Locked on Pens, myself, Sarah Avampado from Locked on Kings and Locked on NHL. Then we're going to have the lottery announcement. They're going to be read live and we're going to be on there as well. Also, to have a little bit of reaction and maybe a little bit of ribbing, we're also going to have Kyle Demetrius from Locked on Sharks. And we're going to have the guys from Locked On Sens. Can you imagine if the Sens do not get the one or two pick? This will become a roasting. So be sure to tune into that. Then we'll have some instant reaction. We'll have a wrap-up show. It'll be a fun time. So once again, that will be the Draft Lottery Live show taking place tonight. I will definitely post several links on both Twitters. On both the LO underscore Ducks Twitter and my personal Twitter. So make sure to follow Twitter today because there's going to be a lot of news coming in fast and furious revolving around the Ducks and revolving around the draft lottery. So be on the lookout for that. As far as the draft lottery, here's how it's going to work. Three picks, 15 teams. Well, 14 teams really because the Sharks lost their pick, which is why we're having Kyle Demetrius on later tonight. To have a bit of a roasting because the Sharks like to ruin everything. And Kyle, if you're listening, yeah, the Sharks ruin everything. How are those titles? Anyway, uh, so the draft is going to work like this. The top three picks are going to be chosen. And then picks 4 through 15 will be followed in inverse descending order. So, for example, let's say that the top three picks go to, oh, let's say Detroit, Anaheim, and L.A. Then that means Ottawa would be picks number 4 and 5, New Jersey would be 6, Buffalo would be 7, and then the teams that are eliminated from the first round, or rather the play-in round, 
they will be in inverse order of percentage points from 8 to 15, and there will be no need for a second round. As far as the odds, well, hmm. The odds of Detroit getting the number one pick are 18.5%. Ottawa is a combined 25% because they also own the Sharks' number three, or I guess third worst pick. Then the Kings would have a 9.5% chance. How's that seven-game winning streak looking now, Kings fans? The Ducks would have an 8.5% chance. Then New Jersey, 7.5%. Buffalo, 6.5%. And then you have eight quote-unquote placeholders for the losers of the qualifying round. So qualifier team A, 6%. Then 5%. 3 3.5%, 3%, 2.5%, 2%, 1.5%, 1%. All the way down. New Jersey received better lottery odds than Buffalo because it had a worse row percentage, 348, compared to Buffalo's 406. So New Jersey will row, row, row gently down the stream at a better shot at a top three pick. How does it look for the other draft picks? Well, let's go over just the seven teams that did not make the playoffs. And this is courtesy of Micah Blake McCurdy from Ineffective Math. Check him out at Ineffective Math on Twitter. Detroit, first, second, and third picks. 185 percent 16.5%, 14.4%. That is a 49% chance of getting a top three pick. So that's for Detroit. As for Ottawa, they have... 13 and a half, 13, then 12.3, then 11, 11, 11. Ottawa has a very, very good chance, almost a 50% chance of getting one of the top three picks. Just think about that. The Sens, the Ottawa Senators, have pretty much a 50-50 chance of getting one of those three picks. And if they don't get it, boy, Sens fans are going to be pissed. Then L.A., 9.5% chance to get a number one pick, 9.6% chance to get a second pick, 97 to get a third pick. So LA has about a 29% chance of getting top three. As far as Anaheim, they have an 8.5% chance of getting that first pick, 8.7% chance of getting the number two pick, 8.9% chance of getting a number three pick. That equates to approximately a 26% chance of getting a top three pick. So the Ducks have about a one in four shot of getting one of those top three. Not bad. New Jersey, seven and a half, seven point eight, eight point oh. Buffalo, six and a half, six point eight, seven point one. So really that's a big advantage for those seven teams that are not playing any longer. However, this was asked what is the chance of a second draft being necessary? And believe it or not, there's a 63.2% chance of at least one play-in loser winning a lottery pick. I kid you not, 63.2%. So how would that work? Well, the answer to that is courtesy of Bob McKenzie from TSN. Quote, if none of the eight alpha-designated unknown teams, those which lose the 2020 play-in qualifier, win a top three overall pick, Bill Daly's countdown slash flipping of cards will start at number seven. If one of the eight unknown teams gets a top three pick, the countdown slash flip 
starts at 8. If two of the eight unknown teams win a top three pick in the draw, countdown slash flipping starts at number 9. If three of the eight unknown teams win all three top picks, well, there won't be much of a countdown. The new top three would be unknown until a second draft lottery after the play in qualifier, end quote. So what we're looking at, if you see the draft lottery and we start at number nine, that means two of those teams won lottery picks, which reduces the chances for those other seven teams to get a lottery pick. So once we see what that first number is, then we'll know exactly how many of those teams made a top three. Just a prediction for myself. I predict that we're going to start the countdown slash flip at number eight. I predict one of those placeholders will get a top three pick. So for those of you that are asking what exactly will happen if one of those qualifying teams gets a lottery pick, I'm going to give you an example to try to make it as simple as possible and explain it as simply as possible. Let's say, for example, don't jump to conclusions, Ducks fans. Let's say the Ducks win the lottery. They get the number one pick. And let's say, just for the record, uh, Detroit. Let's say Anaheim gets the number one pick. Detroit gets number two pick. And one of those qualifying teams would get the number three pick. Then we would have a second phase. And here's how the second phase would work. They would only redraw for that third spot. And the other eight teams would have exactly a 12.5% chance of winning that third pick. So here's the teams for the 16 participants and the qualifiers. You have Montreal, Chicago, Arizona, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Calgary, the Rangers, the Canucks, the Predators, Florida, Columbus, Toronto, Edmonton, the Islanders, the Hurricanes, and the Penguins. In that order, those are the 16 teams that are playing in the qualifiers. So for example, let's just say the bottom eight teams, they all lose out. That means the Canadians, Blackhawks, Yotes, Wilds, Jets, Flames, Rangers, and Canucks, they would have a 12.5% chance of getting that number three pick. So what happens if that becomes a number one pick? If that's a number one pick somehow, then maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing if a team possibly loses in the qualifier, does it? Maybe not. Because if you lose in the qualifier, then all of a sudden you have a 1-8 in eight chance of getting a lottery pick. What if two of those teams get it? Then there would be two separate draws. And the number of drawings in the second phase would solely depend on how many picks in the first phase are won by teams that lose in the qualifiers. So that much is to be determined. And we'll see how that plays out on the draft lottery. Once again, that is later tonight on NBCSN, NHL Network, and here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So if you want to follow along with the NHL draft and you don't have cable or you don't feel like watching live TV, yeah, come on over to the Locked On Draft Lottery live podcast. We're Like I said, once again, we're going to have plenty of your favorite hosts. We're going to have the hosts from the Red Wings, Sharks, Sens, Ducks, Kings, and even the Pens. They'll be in there as well. So make sure to check that out. That should approximately start at 7.45 Eastern Time, 
4.45 Pacific time. So once again, be on the lookout for that. And we're going to wrap things up for today. Somewhat shorter show. Actually, the shows should be about this length. 20 to 25 minutes. I know sometimes they run a little bit long, but they should ideally be this length. Next week, we plan to have three episodes back. And hopefully, we'll have Locked on Jeopardy next week. But that remains to be seen. Or we could just talk about the NHL draft. If the Ducks end up with a top three pick, then you bet your ass. I'm going to want to talk about that a lot. So be on the lookout for that. Meanwhile, you can hear any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe if you have not already. And most importantly, follow on Twitter, especially today. Follow the Ducks Podcast at LO underscore Ducks, or follow me personally at StimpyJD. We're going to have a lot of tweets regarding the draft lottery, regarding the live show for the draft lottery, once again, later today on the Locked On Podcast Network. So be on the lookout for that. And I want to thank you all for listening. And most of all, a sincere thanks to everyone that bared with me through yesterday's show. It got very personal. And yesterday I was in a much sadder state, obviously, with some good news regarding family Getting on the other side of that, it's nothing but good news. And I'm just very happy that I'm not going to have a family member succumb to COVID. I'm glad she's recovering. So that is nothing but good news. So yeah, I, I think we're around the corner now. And I just invite all of you to please stay safe. And once again, like I said before, if you have anyone in your life that's working in a hospital, be sure to thank them. Please be sure to thank them. And be kind to everyone out there. Make sure you wear your masks and definitely practice social distancing. So, yeah, once again, follow Twitter. Be good to one another. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Have a great day. Enjoy the draft lottery. And hey, Anaheim, Ducks fly together. <laughs>